0: Success is a journey, not a destination. On the Success Road podcast, we explored ways that can make the journey even better. My name is Joshua Rivers, and my goal is to give you inspiration for your journey. Now, this is season three of the Success Road podcast, and in this season, we're going to be exploring some things related to starting and growing a side business. I started this idea back in 2018 and published 10 episodes of Side Biz Start and started gathering resources at SideBizStart.com. And the purpose of SideBizStart was to share resources, tips, and inspiration to help people that wanted to start a side business themselves, but they needed a little help and encouragement. I was gonna share my own experience in starting and growing my side business as we went through the journey. Now, I found that there was a lot of overlap with what I was looking to cover, and so I decided to take what I was doing with SideBizStart and then combine it with this podcast. And so I'm going to start sharing the episodes that are recorded over there. As we go through these first episodes, you'll hear me reference sidebizstart.com. And you can still be able to go there to that address to be able to get the resources that I talk about. But you'll also be able to go to joshuarivers.net slash success road. Now, in this episode, we're going to be talking about why you could or should start a side business. I have... Been doing podcasting now for five years. Just celebrated my five year anniversary this past February, and so I am definitely excited to be able to get onto the second half of this decade in regards to podcasting. And so, first introduced the podcasting back in two thousand twelve, maybe the end of two thousand eleven, with Dave Ramsey, and then his podcast Entre Leadership. And then from there, I found some other leadership and entrepreneurial type podcasts and eventually got to the web design podcasting because I was getting into web design and eventually started learning how to do podcasting myself. And I started podcasting myself in February 2013. And so I've done several podcasts myself. And so this is my newest and latest endeavor in starting a podcast. So obviously, with the name of this podcast, Side Biz Start, I plan on helping you to Start a side business. In this particular episode, we're going to talk about why start a side biz. We're going to just kind of cover a little bit about that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about myself uh, a little bit later at the end of this episode. And then I'll drop in things throughout the series of this podcast as we go through it as well. Tell you different pertinent information about myself as it relates to the content that we are covering. First of all, so what is this podcast? Again, this is to help you be able to start a side business. Maybe you've already started. That is just fine. This should hopefully be able to help you be able to grow your side business as well. Be able to see if you can make some traction in there. And then also, hopefully, this can help you be able to do some personal growth as well. Because if you are doing a side business, that means that you have something that is providing your full-time income, probably taking your full-time time as well. And there's probably a good chance that you have a family and other activities that are going on and so definitely going to look at some things for productivity and things like that to be able to help your personal growth as well not make you necessarily well-rounded but to be able to help you be able to focus when you need to focus and be able to get things done when you need to get them done so that you can be able to still have a life while doing a side biz then also the last thing i would like to be able to do with this podcast is to be able to give you the support the encouragement and then hopefully also inspiration for being able to grow your own side biz, and of course, with that also giving you information and practical things that you can be able to do to be able to grow your side biz. That's just kind of a quick breakdown of what this podcast is going to be all about as we roll through the episodes. There are going to be some different things that'll come down the line as far as what we're going to cover, and so just a quick idea of some ideas that we're going to be covering as we get into some of these different episodes. I don't plan on spending necessarily a long time on each episode, maybe 10, 15 minutes on average. If we have special guests come on, we might go a bit longer than that, maybe 30 minutes or something like that. But I plan to try to make these a little bit quicker to be able to give you some good information really quick. But anyway, some other ideas and topics that we'll be covering is something about mindset and mental preparation. We'll be talking about what to be able to cut. In your life because that's a very difficult thing when you add a side biz you have to cut something usually because time is very limited then we'll look at personal limitations and skills be able to do them to be able to prioritize your skills we're talking about signature strengths versus weaknesses and things like that about being able to create a timeline for your side business look at some ideas that we can be able to do to be able to validate your side biz ideas then also fear is obviously a huge thing to hold us back. Look at what your unique selling proposition could be USP as it is abbreviated many times. And so being able to check that out and see how we can be able to differentiate yourself, because that's something we got to do. I struggled with starting this particular podcast and then, obviously the website that'll associate with it because there's a lot of things already out there to help people with side businesses. There's people such as Chris Gillibo that has a whole thing and he has a very long track record and he is very well known and has been proven and all that and all the different side biz things that he's helped people to get started. Then I look at what I'm trying to do and sometimes it makes me think and wonder why I would even try to do that. But I do believe that I do have something to be able to share. I have my own personal experiences to be able to bring to the table and all that. I haven't been necessarily, quote unquote, as successful as some of those other people, but I have had success. I brought in over $25,000 from my side biz in 2017. Not all of that was personal income, but maybe a third of that or something like that was personal income. I'm still going through all the P&L information. As I look at that information, I'll definitely tell you more about that because my plan is to be open, and honest, but the buzzword transparent and things like that. And so being able to share those type of things with you. And so anyway, we have a whole bunch of topics that I already have in mind for being able to cover, but I also would like to be able to get questions from you. If you have a question, if you have a suggestion, anything like that to be able to contribute to the podcast, I would love to be able to include that. So if you want to go to the website, you can go to sidebizstart.com and you can be able to click the contact button and send me a message and be able to give me that feedback. I'm also going to have some other ways to be able to contact me other than just writing. And so there'll be opportunity for you to be able to call a number or a voicemail number. And then you can also be able to use speakpipe. I'm gonna get that set up. So if you just want to send me an email directly as well, you can send it to Joshua at podcastguymedia.com. And so that is my business, Podcast Guy Media. So Joshua at podcastguymedia.com, you can be able to send me an email that way. And of course you can send attachments and things like that through those different routes. And I would love to be able to include you in this podcast as well. Because it's not just about me. It's about trying to help you and help others be able to start and grow their side biz. Now for the main part of this episode, as far as why should you start a side business or why do people start a side biz? Some different things that can be included in this. There's probably other things as well, but these are some of the big ones that I have noticed. The first reason someone might want to start a side biz is just to get a little bit extra income. They don't necessarily want to change their jobs. I'm not trying to become a full-time entrepreneur or anything like that. They're just trying to get a little bit extra money. To be able to bring into the household, maybe they want to pay off debt. Maybe they want to be able to just have a little extra spending money. Maybe to be able to go out to eat or whatever the case is, and so they want to bring in a little bit extra money into the house, and that's all that they're looking for. But maybe there is somebody that wants to actually replace your job. Maybe you necessarily want to leave your job right away, so you want to try to start something on the side. You want to prove it, test it, grow it, and then. Let that be able to replace your current job and income. That is definitely a very valid and I can't say if that's the most popular, but that's definitely one of the things that draws my attention because that is what I am working on. For me, I am trying to replace my current job to be able to do this full time. And so one reason people like to go this route as far as doing it on the side first is that you can be able to test your product before you take the leap because there is a lot of risk in just starting a new business. There's different things that you can be able to do to be able to test the market and be able to get things set up and things like that. But there's a lot of businesses that fail because of different reasons. And so they fail to test the market they be able to execute properly and different things. And so if you're doing it on the side, though, you can be able to do those tests without fear of the income that you need to bring in for the household. You can be able to do that. Plus, if you are just doing it without other income coming in, if you're just trying to jump into entrepreneurship full steam, you just jump in both feet and you leave your other job and all that kind of stuff, then you have extra pressure to be able to get money. And you could end up sounding desperate. And that is not a good state to be in because desperation can definitely be felt by the other people that you're working with or trying to get the clients and customers and things like that. So you don't want to sound desperate as you're doing that. So this allows you to be able to test your product before taking the leap. You're not going to incur as much risk. And so you be able to minimize that aspect, which can definitely help with other family members as well. Because usually there's one person that is very entrepreneurial in their mindset. There is many times the other spouse or partner in the relationship is not necessarily quite as risky in their endeavors. And so that helps to minimize the risk and helps them to be able to get on board with what you're doing as well. And then also you can use your own salary to fund the business. Now, this is obviously not a requirement. One thing that my wife and I established many years ago when we get started, after The initial investment, which I think was like $100 or something around there just to get a little bit started, is that we weren't going to use any of our personal finances to go into the business. Other than that little bit right at the beginning, we have not used personal finances to be able to do that, with the exception of there's one time that we purchased something with our personal credit card, but within like a week or two, replayed that from the business. Maybe it wasn't the best way to be able to do that as far as taxes and accounting and things like that, looking back on it, but that is what happened. And so anyway, but we have not used our personal finances to take care of the business. I basically just let the business take care of itself to be able to do that. It helps you to be able to let the business grow slowly. And there is definite reasons some people, they really try to want to emphasize and try to grow quickly. But that's not always the best thing, because if you grow quickly, you don't have time to learn from your mistakes. And yes, you will have mistakes. And so if you grow too quickly and you have mistakes, that mistake is going to be felt by a lot more people more quickly. If you grow slowly, you can be able to make those mistakes, make the changes, adjust and then continue to grow And then your newer clients won't be impacted as much by those mistakes that you make at the beginning. And so that's definitely a benefit as well. And when you're doing it on the side, it almost forces you to grow a little slower because you have less time. But then also you can be able to keep your job benefits. And so that's one of the big things with my current job is the insurance is pretty decent. And so it's not costing a whole lot relatively when you look at how much insurance can cost I think we're paying somewhere between $200 to $300 a month for all my health insurance and dental insurance and such. And so it's fairly reasonable compared to a lot of other options. And so if we were to go with my wife, it'd be like three or four times as much getting it through her job. And so that's not a good option for us at this point. And so being able to keep my job benefits is a benefit with this. And so those are just some of the reasons why you may want to do a side business on the start of your current job as opposed to just jumping in. And so doing it on the side definitely has that benefit there or those benefits that I just mentioned. And then also outside of replacing your current job, you get a chance to be able to do what you love. Not everybody loves the job that they have, the career that they have and having a side business lets them be able to dabble in something that maybe is a hobby that they can get paid for, that type of thing, or just Work that they enjoy a lot more. They don't necessarily want to make it their full-time thing, but it gives opportunity to be able to do something that you love. Another reason someone would like to start a side business is financial freedom. This is kind of getting into kind of the mindset of eventually wanting to leave your current job. There could be some financial freedom. You could be able to learn to diversify in your income, having multiple streams of income coming in instead of just from one employer. You can be able to get many clients and maybe even diversify some of the different side biz type things that you get involved in to be able to bring some more diversification that way. And so be able to get some financial freedom in that regard. That way, if you lose one client, it won't be as big of a strain. Whereas if you are just a regular full-time employee and you lose that one client, aka your company, your boss you lose that one, then you lose everything. And so this gives a little bit more financial freedom that regards in some cases, not always there's time freedom. This is one that is sometimes and many times misrepresented because a lot of people look at the glamour side of starting a side biz and they're like, wow, I can do the work whenever I want to. I got freedom to be able to do that. And there is definitely element of truth to that. But at the same time, You need to get the work done. And if you're not disciplined enough, the time can actually take even longer than what your current job is to be able to get the job done and bring the income in that you need to bring in. But if you're disciplined and you're able to get things set up right and all that kind of stuff, you can definitely be able to create that time freedom that you want. But it's usually not immediate. It usually takes time to be able to get that set up. And then the last reason that I hear about people starting a side business is to let them be their own boss. That is definitely alluring to some people. They're like, I don't want to be a slave to the man no more or whatever the case is. And so they want to be their own boss. They want to be able to call the shots on their own. Those are some reasons that people would like to start a side business. And so, again, this is not an exhaustive list, but these are some of the major ones that I've come across over the last few years as far as why I've seen people start side businesses and then from different articles and things like that that I have checked out. And so if you have a reason why you like to start a side business that I didn't mention, I'd love to hear it. So definitely go to the website sidebizstart.com and leave me a message. I would love to be able to add that to this list. Now as we wrap this episode up, I just want to give you a little bit more information about who I am. I give a little bit of information about myself at the beginning, but just kind of give you a little bit more of understanding of who I am. Especially in regards to this, the business of side business and entrepreneurship. And so for me, I didn't grow up as an entrepreneur. I didn't have that kind of leaning. And so there's a lot of people I've listened to that, as they talk about how they started their business, they would say, Yeah, back when I was a kid, I was the one that had the lemonade stand and I was going through and selling stuff and I would. Buy stuff at the store and then sell it as a markup, and they would do all those kinds of different things. I didn't have any of that. I didn't care about any of that. I was a very shy, reserved kid. In fact, up until I was about eighth grade, I had a very bad stuttering problem. I did not like talking in front of people at all. Anytime that we had a fundraiser that we needed to do for school, there were some school wide fundraisers. And then also, I was involved in orchestra, playing the violin as I got into fourth grade up through ninth grade. And so then there were some other fundraisers that went with that. Anytime I would get those, usually the only people I would get sell stuff to would be family and family friends. And half the time it was like my grandma taking the paper to her work and just leaving it there for people to fill out the information. And so I had a very, very, very hard time being able to do that. And so I had absolutely no desire to at all to get involved in anything like that but in high school I started doing some side work and I do that in quotes by getting a part-time job I guess you can kind of call it a side work it was just work and so when you're in high school though your full-time job is school and so when I got a job I kind of consider that my side work my not really a business but side business so I got that and then there was a little while I had a second part-time job and so I think looking back, technically, I was going over the legal allotted number of hours I was supposed to work during part of that time. But apparently, I slid by. And so neither employer knew what the other one was doing. And so they thought everything was fine. But I think I went over by like five hours a week or something like that above whatever the law was allowing. That aside, (laughs) from that point on, I always had something extra going on pretty much. And so after I graduated high school, I either had college with a job, or I had at least two jobs, usually like immediately after I graduated high school, I was working as assistant manager, actually was a supervisor first, and then assistant manager at Hardee's. And then also at the same time, I was an overnight cook at a restaurant. I was doing both of those. And so that's when I was 17, 18 years old, right away out of high school, basically getting to where I was working 60, 70 hours a week, sometimes 80 hours a week, just right off the bat. And so I just had that drive in me, just to keep doing extra, doing a little bit more. And then after I graduated Bible college, 2003, 2004, I dabbled in some kind of newspaper ad or mail scheme. I don't really remember all the details, but I remember that it involved something with me getting a PO box. And again, I can't remember all the details. It seemed very sketchy looking back on it. But anyway, I dabbled in a little bit of that. 2006, 2007, I started creating some websites for some pastors and churches that I knew at that time I was an assistant pastor at one church and I created our church website and then there were some other churches we were associated with that wanted some websites and so I helped them get there started and then that kind of continued until 2010 when I started to see that I actually had created a side biz and so that's when I actually had my first full paying client that was ongoing with their website that started in 2010. And so did that with small private school in Michigan. I continued working with them for several years, updating their website as they would give me information to update. And so there's a couple of times I updated the overall look, the website, the overall look of the website, as well as just updating regular information because they had newsletters and things like that, that teachers would write each month or every other month. I would help keep that updated and I would update with pictures and different events that they had going on. And so anyway, that was in 2010 when that kind of clicked as far as that there was a side biz that had the potential of replacing full-time business that I, or a full-time work that I had. And so in 2010, I moved from Michigan to Oklahoma, which is actually where I went to Bible college and I met my wife. So we moved back to Oklahoma in 2010 and I enrolled in a community college To be able to help improve my web design skills. And so I took a bunch of different coding classes and things like that. There was some graphic design. I don't have a lot of graphics design skills, but I got enough to kind of get by. So I took some classes there for a couple years. Didn't actually get a degree, at least not yet. I know that's kind of sad, but eight years later, I'm still not there with my two-year degree. Anyway, that aside. For about five years until about 2014 2015, I continued creating websites for a small handful of clients. I had a hard time at that time being able to position myself, I wasn't able to really look at what my unique selling proposition could be. I didn't know how to price myself, I really struggled with a lot of that stuff during those times when I was able to find a couple clients. And again, I didn't know how to price myself, and so I underbid myself for project. I thought it was a good price, but the amount of work was a lot more than what I anticipated. Part of it was just underestimation of how much time things would take, but then also combined that with a client that liked to change things many times. And so it's frustrating for all of us involved. That kind of continued for a little bit. I mentioned before I started podcasting, listening to the podcast in 2012. I started my own podcast in 2013. Then somewhere around 2015 is when I switched my side business from website creation to podcast editing. And so what had happened with that is I was in the end of 2014, the fall of 2014, I was interviewed for a podcast and it was talking about my website production. And so I was kind of trying to promote that. And then when a couple of months went by, I hadn't heard from the podcast host as far as that fact that it aired or whatever. I hadn't heard anything about that. So I contacted him and said, Hey, haven't heard from you. just wondering when it was going to be published or if it had already published and I missed it. And he says, Oh, I just got so busy and I guess got behind on publishing my podcast. And so I didn't think anything of it. Again, I had been podcasting already for two years at this point. And so I just reached out to him. I was just going to be a help. And so I said, Hey, if you need a little bit of help, I have my own podcast. And so I can help you be able to get episodes put together and edited and and published and all that. And so we went back and forth a couple of times and he hired me again. I didn't know how to do pricing. And so it was very low now that I look back on it, but it was a start. So I worked with him for a while. And about a month after that, I got a second client, which I'm actually still working with one of my major main clients that I have to this day. But anyway, so I started that and then slowly I started getting a couple others. And that first podcaster referred me to a couple other people. And so I did their podcast and they kind of went, ended up stopping their podcast, I believe after a while. And so they decided that they're going to take care of the stuff themselves. And I think they ended up stopping a little bit after that. And then he referred to another person that I'm currently working with as well. And then that person has referred several other people to me. Most of what I have done has been referral based in that regard. And so just over the years, I've been able to slowly build my business. Again, it hasn't been fast growth. I can't remember exact numbers, but I know I was still four figures a couple years ago. Last year, I got up to, I think, 14,000. And then I mentioned that this last year was a little over 25,000. And so I'm definitely seeing growth year over year, it's definitely growing. And so if we continue this trend, I should be able to see some pretty good growth this year. And so I'm working on trying to put some things in place. And so I'll be talking about that in future episodes, but anyway, and so building the side business. And so it's definitely more than just chump changes last year. We ended up getting new vehicle and all of the payments have been paid by the income I'm getting on my side business. That was an eye opener for my wife to be able to help get her more on board with the reality of the work that I've been doing for these years finally paying off and contributing to the household income. The fact that I am paying the car payment, we did a shorter term note. And so we're paying a little over $500 a month to the vehicle. And my business has been taking care of all of that since the moment that we bought the vehicle, that has been a really good benefit, but anyway, and so back to my side business. So I started in 2015 with those first couple clients it was after a couple months there, I realized the potential that this had. And so I started coming up with some ideas to be able to try to make it into a full-time endeavor. I had been basically not really having any good leads or anything with the website. And already in just a couple of months, I was making more than what I was getting on any of the website work I was doing. And so I kind of just switched my focus. I was still doing some website stuff for people as they came by, but my focus was on the podcasting. And so beginning of 2016, I officially started the Business Podcast Guy Media LLC. And so I got it registered and all that kind of stuff. And so now I'm entering the third year of Podcast Guy Media LLC, just slowly growing it until I got way too busy. and I started outsourcing some work in 2017. That's why I said earlier that I brought in over 25,000, but not all of it has gone to me because I've done some outsourcing. Part of this is for several reasons. First of all, the clients are still under my control. It's still under my business. And so I can take that back anytime I would like to, but then also it lets me be able to grow even more and I can take more of a managerial type role, consulting type of role, as opposed to just doing the day-to-day work of it. That's another aspect of side business growing to a full-time endeavor that I plan on covering in future episodes as well. And so one thing for me is that I've had some personal realizations. One thing is I like to take different personality tests to be able to learn more about myself. Some people don't care about those at all. Some people, they thrive on those. And for a while, I just like taking them. just a get different information, but I never actually did anything with it. But here over the last year or two, I started to look at the results from those different personality tests and be able to combine them because they usually show you just like one aspect of your personality. And like the DISC profile talks about how you like to communicate and how you like to receive information. And then also I took strength finders. And so that obviously emphasizes where your strengths lie. I've taken a, it's not a personality test, but it's spiritual gifts. Test that I took through my church. And so I got results from that. And there's a couple others that I took as well. I know there's a Myers-Briggs, but I can't remember what my thing was for that. So I keep telling myself, I'm going to go back to that just so I have the information. But anyway, as I started getting this information and not just looking at it individually, there's some others that I took as well. But anyway, I started putting the information together. That way, I'm not looking at just those separate tests, but I was putting it together to be able to create an entire picture of myself or a better, more complete picture of myself while I was comparing and blending the results from the different tests. And so anyway, one of the realizations that I had while comparing and blending the different results from the different tests is that I hadn't been working in some of my strengths. And specifically what that is, is the strength of learning and teaching what I learn. And so when it comes to the strength finders, my top Strength, my number one strength was learner, followed by intellection. And then just continue on number three is belief, number four is responsibility, and number five is connectedness. But especially the, the top two there about learner and, and intellection. That just kind of goes to my strong desire and ability to be able to learn and then inflict to be able to teach what I'm learning. And so with my spiritual gifts, one my top two strengths or my top two gifts were teaching and pastoring. This is something I've kind of known because I've had a semi knack or leaning toward being able to teach. And I realized that back, I can't remember what it was, 2006, 2007, that I had a knack toward that. And I never really put it all together until just recently. And so that's one thing I want to try to work toward is being able to do that. And so that's one of the reasons for this particular podcast as well, is I've been learning all these different things about starting and growing a side business, becoming an entrepreneur, leadership and different things like that. But I haven't been turning that around and helping others with it and teaching it. That is my goal is to be able to do that. So as I learn these things and I look back over the things that I've learned in the past, being able to turn around and teach those things that I've learned in the past. And so I definitely want to be able to continue to bring that. Of course, then I'm going to continue my learning because I'm going to be consuming other books and resources and bringing guest experts on, as well as being able to talk to other people that are in the trenches of building their side businesses. And I definitely want to be able to lean into my strengths a lot more, both with my side business and then also with this podcast to be able to help others be able to do that. And so with all that, I'm going to go ahead and bring this episode to a close. It is definitely a little bit longer than what I anticipate future episodes being, but I was trying to cover quite a bit in here, like I said, probably looking at closer to the 15 minute mark for most of the episodes, something of this length would probably be when we have a guest expert on, but I did want to let you know a little bit about myself. That way, you know, who is talking to you and what kind of credibility I may bring as you listen to the podcast. And so just as a reminder, the main topic as we are looking at side businesses is why start a side business. So just a quick recap. And so you might want just a little income. You can do what you love. You want to replace your current job, but you don't want to leave your job right away. You want to do a slower transition there to be able to reduce the risk and be able to do the testing that you need to. You want to be able to get financial freedom. You want time freedom, or maybe you just want to be your own boss. So those are some of the reasons, again, why you might want to start a side business. And so we come to our Next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about mindset and mental preparation because a lot of it starts there. And so a lot of people get stuck in their own heads. And so we're going to talk a little bit how to be able to get out of your own head, be able to try to eliminate some limiting belief. It seems to be coming a little bit more of a can't think of what the term is now. My mind is on blank on it, but it's very common, probably overused. But anyway try to get over those limiting beliefs and be able to really see the potential of what you're able to do while still being grounded in reality. Thanks for listening to the success road podcast. You can visit the website at joshuarivers.net successroad to check out the show notes, resources, and other episodes. Also, please let me know if you have any questions or comments to add to this topic.